I'm just saying, if you don't recognize, dead or alive, you're coming with me. You probably didn't grow up during the 80s. Welcome to the Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm Chance Whitmore. In today's episode, I come clean about what would have once been a sword part of my background. I'm a geek. No worse, I'm a hipster geek. In other words, I was into geeky things before they were cool. When I started, there was no Hugh Jackman. Well, he was alive, but he wasn't Wolverine. Wolverine was a guy running around in his brown and town costume, smoking cigars and occasionally showing up with the X-Men. There were Star Wars, but they were new. Actually, they were the first movie I remembered seeing as my brother screamed, Is that a spaceship, Daddy? And even then, we did not speak of the droid adventures that happened in made-for-TV land. There was no internet. So you searched for what you could get, and you fell in love with it. Whether it was books, whether it was the Star Wars versus Trek discussion that it goes on till this day, and let's not forget the true Trek. When people started realizing science fiction might be something, we got the original Galactica, which I loved at age six, which is unwatchable today, to Space Rangers, which I may be the only human being in the world who remembers, to Saturday mornings where Jason of Star Command and Arc 2 and Shazam caught your attention. And looking back, None of these were really good, but I was entranced by them. D&D was under assault for being satanic and not owned by Hasbro. There was a slightly isolating element to fandom, unless you're surrounded by your own tribe. Today, geek culture is absolutely mainstream. Disney, by way of Marvel, Pixar, and Lucasfilms, rules the box office, and all of our wallets in the process. The merch is everywhere. Hell, Target's selling a greater variety of comic book t-shirts today than was even available in the 1980s. And reboots are galore. Whether it's the Peacock Network's announced reboot of the 2004 reboot of Battlestar Galactica, or it's Star Trek Brave New Worlds, which is a sort of reboot of the Christopher Pike story from the failed original pilot for Star Trek before they got Kirk and Bones on there. It's everywhere. To a lesser extent, while comic book movies are everywhere, comics are not. It wasn't always this way. Because... When I was growing up, comics were a thing, and for a little while, they even said they were for kids, though we all knew the average age of purchasing was a person in their 30s because of the cost. I can remember reading in a letter page, for those of you who haven't seen those, that's kind of what internet chat rooms were when you actually had to mail a letter and hope it got printed in the comic book of a gentleman talking about 
how Superman was a more complex character than he had ever been because of killing and he could share the character with his kid now, et cetera, et cetera. Those letter pages don't really exist anymore. And for the most part, comics are even more niche. They're trying to push them out to Walmart. They're trying to get them out to Barnes and Noble. But those little soft monthly comics that I used to get in the mail are very much the exception rather than the rule. Comic book guy was an image that many people hadn't held in their heads when they thought of geeks. And some people still think that because of the worst part of the comic book and fan culture. It's easy to say that it's an amazing time to be a geek, to be a fan, to be really into pop culture. And yet, I'm beginning to feel like a disconnected geek. There's a lot of reasons for this. The loss of comics, due to cost. When you got three kids, comic books don't remain a priority. And as far as the art itself, I'm not sure it'll survive in the current mode much longer. Comics have become more valuable as intellectual property than as comics themselves, which is why you see Warner getting involved in what's happening in the day-to-day operations of DC and the whole mess that has been Marvel Comics for a good long time now. On top of that, many of my favorites are years and years old. Whether it's Babylon 5, which I hope they never remake, but find a way to remaster, to the Galactica reboot in 2004, to the pre-special edition Star Wars, those are some of the media that I look forward to. Still, the episode of Galactica 33, which I'll talk about in a future episode, is a case study in building suspense and teaching you about character in a way you don't see in a lot of places anymore. Chris Claremont's X-Men, which could be concentrated on story and stories that could be unfolding over years because there wasn't movies to tie into. When he first got started, there wasn't even other comic books to tie into. And I won't even get into the collector fad that almost destroyed comics and granted us a time where we had to have 15 X-Men titles in order to make it through a day and ultimately made sure that kids were not going to be collecting anytime soon. And finally, I'm going to be really honest. I'm not the demographic for most of this material anymore. I'm looking at you 18 to 35-year-olds It's yours, and I just get to enjoy it still. And while this is slightly sad, it does give you a measure of perspective. The ability to sit back, if you allow yourself, and look at it long term. As fans, here's what we need to remember. You need to enjoy your fandom without crapping on someone else's. If you don't like Doctor Who, don't watch it. Don't give people problems for enjoying it. 
if you're angry that they recast Starbuck as a woman in 2004, though I'm not sure why you're angry about a 16-year-old television show, don't watch. Remember, most of this is made for kids on some level. Don't jump down their throat for enjoying it. This next one's a big one for me. We are not the gatekeepers of fandom. Just because someone doesn't like it as much as you do does not mean their enjoyment of it is any less. This could be a topic all of its own. The toxic underbelly of fandom in comic books, in movies, in video games has become well documented. And they make all of us look bad. And if you're not aware of it, just spend 10 minutes on YouTube. You can trip over a troll who has a point of view on why thus and such fandom is no longer valid because of a decision that was made someplace along the way. It's our own damn fault that Hollywood seems bereft of ideas. We pay for comfort. So it's much easier to get 50 Marvel movies, which I have enjoyed, rather than seeing something new and creative. We wouldn't have gotten the original Star Wars in 2010. We got a sequel. So new movies, something truly new, is a rarity. It's going to be homogenized and tested and focus grouped to death before we ever see it. So it's so much easier and so much cheaper to run it through the wonderful world of Captain America Part 17. While absolutely brilliant genre material like Old Man's War sits on the shelf someplace, they talk about making it, but it rarely gets done. And even then, it comes from a source material they know is going to sell, whether it's books, whether it's comics, whether it's cartoons. Ultimately, find what you love, be passionate about it, just don't be a dick, to quote Will Wheaton. After all, we all love it. We love our fandoms. Be kind, be accepting, keep it that way. And if you haven't looked out the window and noticed recently, that's something we could all use a lot more of. Worth checking out. Hey, it's a geek day. I'm going to gush about Altered Carbon on Netflix. I've watched the show a dozen times from beginning to end. The themes are timely, with class struggle front and center in a world where death isn't even the great equalizer. And the conflict builds between the nearly immortal maths and the have-nots who only get to live their normal length of days. Both seasons are well-acted, and directed, poignant stories coming from a place where your body is not who you are, but rather something you wear. Go watch it. Be aware it's definitely not for your kids. Next time on Strive, Seek, Find, the importance of getting off the grid in the modern world. I'm Chance Whitmore. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends. Leave a review. If not, I'm open for feedback. Until next time, keep seeking your brilliant future. Have a great day.